by the rich Chinese people, if you are invited to dine with them, and you are presented with the chicken, as you eat, you throw the chicken bones on the floor, and the old seeds on the floor. As you eat, you throw the bones where? On the floor. The reason is, that is the only way of recognizing that this man is rich. He has enough servants to collect the bones from the floor. What happens in Kenya if you go to any estate, talk of even Rwanda? Those people are not rich, they are not. They will tell you, remove your shoes and put them outside. That is in itself evident that they have no enough servant to clean the carpets. Do you understand? Whatever situation you find yourself in, the Chinese man wants to find pleasure from recognition because you know they're Christian. Can you imagine? They are so rich, they feel somebody will recognize them. That's why they want when you eat, you throw the bones on the floor. But with us Christians, young people, so long as we recognize our Lord Jesus Christ, we will never need to recognize someone to tell us that we are rich. And this is the principle I want us to study. I want you to listen very intently, please. What do I hold in my hand? This is a seed. For those who are far away, I want you today to get this principle. This is what I'm holding. Can you shout? This is what? Seed. A seed. It is a fact, young people, that this is a seed. But it's the truth. This is a tree or a forest. There's a principle I want you to understand, and your chocolate will never melt. It is a fact that this is a seed, but it's the truth, this is a tree. Next question. What do you require for the fact status of the seed to be in a truth status? What do you require to do with the seed so that the tree comes forth? You must be, you must plant, plant the seed. Very good. Can you say amen to yourselves? Yes. Now you are about to get the principle. For the tree to manifest itself from a seed, it must meet a requirement of certain condition. There must be a presence of a soil. 
True. Put it in the soil. Very interesting. Genesis chapter 1. Naye unataka muanze kujua Mungu alifanya nini. Genesis chapter 1. When he was creating various things. Where he looked at. Where he looked at. For whatever came out for it to live it must anchor to where God looked at and to where it came from where did the tree come from if the tree does not anchor itself firmly on the ground on where it came from it will wither true or false people members of nairobi east if you don't remain firmly on where you came from you will wither it is a fundamental fact that it is a fact this is a seed and for the truth to manifest itself it must meet the condition of anchoring itself on the soil and there will be a tree today i wanted you to go home to know the truth if you want your dreams to manifest themselves you must anchor yourself where you must anchor yourself where to god isn't it now your dreams will not manifest themselves if you do not anchor yourself into god the question now i want to ask you who then stole your dream you have dreams they were put there by god who stole them who stole them no wonder your chocolate melts every day season change but god never changes if you do not want your chocolate to melt for the truth and the truth shall set you free which means friends therefore there are specific routes to follow if your true status must continually manifest itself in your life and these are a few things that we want to consider in this hour and please they will transform your life forever Hold and read God's word every word you hear from now take it in intently we are Christians We need to understand the principle. These are young people, elders and others, uh, members of Nairobi. These young people they need to understand the principle. We need to take them deep into spiritual life. But because uh, there isn't much time, we want to run quickly the principles known forward. 
which are timeless by spiritual leaders who have succeeded. Because I asked a question, who stole my dream? Here, who stole it? What do you need to do to retrace your dreams? Number one, like Daniel, dream again big dreams. I wish the students you had somewhere to write because you would hear some of these words in a place else. Dream big dreams. It is only big dreams that can move a soul of a man. In fact, one man said, if you deny soldiers water, they would be dehydrated. If you deny a child bread, he would cry. But if you deny a man God's dream, he will die. Please don't die. Don't die. It is not a calamity not to dream. Dream big dreams. And the dream here I mean God to show you what he created you for. The purpose. You need to dream so that he shows it to you. Once you get it, your life will change forever and your chocolate will never melt. In fact, Paul, his purpose was to preach to the Greek and they did exactly that. He never sought comfort. Somewhere he says, everything is expedient for me, but not everything is profitable. As you pursue your dream, young people, remember, many temptations will come. But Paul said, not everything is expedient. Everything is expedient for me, but not everything is profitable. Just dream, friends. If parents are present, what is that dream in your child? That is the only way. Number two, develop in your life a clear sense of direction. Paul was so committed to his cause. He was an ardent reader. How many young people here love football? Can you put up your hands? All of you, how many love football? Who's the best football player? They will never be a score without goalposts. True or false? <laughs> it does not matter how talented you are. In an open field, even an amateur will become a scholar, if that's what you say. Professionalism, whether you are an expert like Messi, as you have said, tell me, Titanic was built by professionals. And in fact, one time someone said, even God cannot sing this one. But it sank. But Noah's ark 
was built by amateurs, but it never sank. Why? Have you ever asked yourself? Why? Why did the Titanic sink and it is the expert who built it? No, it was an amateur. It was not anchored on the divine principle which we have said right now. I wanted to imagine that the Titanic manufacturers, the entire country was crying, oh, our chocolate is melting. Our chocolate is melting. Let me tell you, friends, young people are here, and all members develop a clear sense of direction. Which passes is that says, is it chapter 16, Proverbs verse 9? What does it say? It says, Many are the plans in a man's heart, but God determines the steps. I'm telling you, just write down. Elder Nino, write down and God will direct your steps. That's why we say, Principle number two, to turn a clear sense of direction. direction. Number three, be self-employed. Self-employed. <laughs> I'm saying take charge of your spiritual life. Personally. Your mother, your brother, your sister will never take you anywhere. When Jesus was told that your mother and the sister and the brother are outside, they want to talk to you. Jesus was speaking to the disciples. What did he tell them? Which brother or which sister? Then he pointed to the disciples. This one who believe in the will of my father is my brother and my mother. Personal responsibility. Let me put it this way. No one can do press-ups for you in a jeep. It does not matter whether you are the president. If you want to reduce weight, you must do what? Press up personally. That means it is your life and your God. Are we together? Otherwise, your chocolate will melt. If you are given an assignment, you must see yourself as a managing director of one company with one employee and one managing director. If you want a promotion on your spiritual life, go to the mirror. Whoever you see, ask him or her to give you the promotion. Do you understand? Yes! You can never 
go to heaven together with your mother, your wife, your husband. Number four. Do what you love to do. Do what you love to do. Yes. Paul was so passionate about these preachings. There is a church he loved in Rome. But because of what he loved to do, he knew his work was to preach. He never deviated. He did what he loved to do. And when you do what you love to do, in this life you will never work again. Let me make a statement. Because you are soon going to work, there are others who are working. Let me make a statement. If you work harder on your job, you will make a living. If you work harder on yourself, you will make a fortune. Did you get the difference? If you work on your spiritual life, you will make a fortune. Because you would have anchored your life deeply on the condition, you would have met the condition where you came from. You will never work again, I promise you. This life is not about AIDS, I know. You work under pressure. But to develop the soft attributes, good character, that is working on yourself, your spirit, your life, and you will get a fortune. You must learn the miracle of three words. Excuse me, number one. Number two, please. Number three, I am sorry. There is one house guard who learned the secret of those words. These days she drives a 30 million Range Rover. Why? When the employer used to pay others whom, who they used to suck, they say, Mother, I know you have enough money, but you are evil. She creaks. Finally, the, the employer sacked her. But they got this one. When she gets paid, she says, Mom, thank you, Mom. The next month, she says, thank you, Mom. When she breaks the utensil, she says, I'm sorry, Mom. They did not have a daughter. They made a decision as a family to adopt the girl. And they became one of the family members. Principle number five. Commit yourself to personal excellency. That is what Jesus was teaching. Let me tell you, the difference is these brothers and sisters, when Jesus started to speak, people said, oh my goodness, what a hit on my heart. Why there is so much difference with the Pharisees 
That is why they were amazed. Because he spoke so well. The word well is a Greek word meaning excellent, by the way. Commit yourself to excellency. I'm telling you, you do that. If pastor gives you work, work like Michelangelo painted or Beethoven composed music or Shakespeare wrote poetry. You know how Michelangelo painted? He is the one who crafted the statue of David in St. Florence, Italy. In fact, when people saw that sculpture for the first time, they fainted. Women fainted because they could not believe that the human intelligence could move to that extent. But remember, Michelangelo chiseled. He took a stone, looked at it, and they saw David completing his heart. When he was asked how did he come up with the scripture of that nature, he said, I didn't do anything extraordinary. I looked and I saw David complete. All I did was to remove David. What was not of David and David remained. That is all I did. Although it wasn't such a simple. He chiseled for two years. He put the chisels down. He furnished for two more years. Oh, working on yourself isn't that simple. You are asking your colleagues why they get straight? Look at your life. They know the secrets. Even some funny women in the city, they know the secret of excellence. They paint their lips. They practice until they attain a level of excellency, which is not easy to avoid. That's it. Can't we achieve as Christians? Because Jesus is epitome of excellence. Working hard on yourself. I'm not talking of your job. Work yourself, work on your character, work, be a good person. That's why I told you, if you work hard on your job, you make a living, but if you work hard on yourself, you make what? A fortune. Make a fortune, friends, and bring it to church. Number seven. Be like Daniel. <coughs> Develop a habit of long life learning like Daniel did. Isn't it? Even Paul, remember where he told Timothy, his mentee, when you come to bring me my parchment, the parchment were not, isn't it? They were not. Are you understanding? Make sure you study every day. Study the Bible. Don't study only the notes in the class of chemistry. Create time for the Bible. Do you understand, boys and girls? Do you understand? Let me make a statement for the old people I hear. If you have more clothes than books, 
books in your closet, then you are not growing. How do you know that you are spiritually or mentally growing? You go today and count the number of suits and the skirts and any other clothes. If they outweigh the number of books in your house, then you are not growing. There are treasures in study. That is the secret Daniel discovered and Paul. That's why Paul was able to write more than 50% of the books in the New Testament. Yes! Let me tell you, if you want to succeed as a Christian, you must change your personal philosophy. Number eight, pay yourself first. Pay yourself first. You, I have already told you the principle. You is God. He created you in the own image. Pay him his dues. That's what I'm talking about. Number nine. Understand your business in detail. Yes. The business that I as a married, I must understand my business. As a driver, I must understand my business and the related jobs. Let me tell you, if you do that, your life will never be the same. As a Christian, yeah, as a Christian, you prepared to serve, are you understanding? Serve, just serve. When a teacher sends you, just do what he or she has told you. Let me tell you something. Allow me to quote what the East believe. A little pregnancy clings to the hand that gives flowers. You cannot give somebody flowers and a beautiful scent fails to cling into your hand. Be prepared to serve others as God, as Jesus Christ did. Those are timeless principles practiced by great spiritual people. And we can practice them as pastors in charge. That's why we're telling the youngsters to emulate the same. Number 11, be absolutely honest to yourself and others. Not even a thief will marry a woman who's a thief because stealing is a difficult job. A thief wants to marry a honest Christian woman. When he steals, she keeps. One thing a thief does is to make sure the wife does not know that he is a thief. Surprisingly, elders, that even a thief in his heart knows stealing is bad. Do you know a thief believes in honesty? It is except he never understood the principle of Paul when he said, all things are expedient for me, but not all things are profitable. So, people, honesty is a virtue. Let your word be your bond. Let your integrity be your honor. And you don't need to work anyway. Number 12. Determine 
Students, are you hearing? Determine your highest priorities and concentrate on them single-mindedly. Paul was never distracted. That's why I told you he could have gone in Rome to preach in another church. But he didn't want that option to distract him from his priorities. In fact, if you follow this one, these are timeless. 12, 13. Develop in your life a habit of speed and a dependability. Yes. You must respond quickly. You saw, you see three people outside, surprisingly, elder. Surprisingly. Develop a habit of speed and dependability. If you are a businessman, try this and you'll be shocked. If you make a delivery before time, oh my goodness, I don't know how you will please your client. Yes. Can you imagine, have, have something been brought to you in time, you wonder, oh it has come. This is good, now I have enough time to prepare. That is important in Christian. None of these people we study were ever late on their assignment. Start a spiritual leader, those known. So students, don't be slow. Don't be caught that you have not done 50% of your exam. Develop that speed during practice. Develop it. And your life will change. Number 13, 14, be prepared though to move from peak to peak. Dr. Nino, did you understand that? That this life is not a straight line, it's not a zero sum game. If you must go to the other peak, what do you need to do, Dr. Nino? To the far, eh? then you go to the other peak. That's what we mean, be prepared. Like Jesus endured the pain on the cross. From peak to peak, the cross is the valley. The crown is the other peak. That is why after the cross came the crown. After the pain came the power. In this life, be prepared to move from peak to peak. It's part of life. Never wish that things were easier, friends. Develop a skill of overcoming. Never wish things were easier. Wish that you had more skill. Never wish that there were less problems. Wish that you had more skills. Never wish that you had less challenge. Wish that you had more wisdom. And your life will be never the same. Number 15. Be disciplined in all situations in your life. Be disciplined. You know how we define discipline? A few practice 
on positive things done every day. Don't make error in judgment. Number 16, unleash your inner creativity. Unleash your inner creativity as a person. That's why purpose is very important. You need to understand it. Before I formed thee, I'm reading Jeremiah 1 5. In the berry I knew thee, and before thou comest forth out of the womb, I sanctified there and ordained the prophet unto nations. Lead you deeper into your inner treasures. Deep within you as a Christian, there lies slumbering power. Powers that could astonish you more than you thought him possessed. Because God put in them. If you can't tell your child. Number 17. Walk with the right people. Walk with the right people. By the way, I was cracking a joke that uh, if a sheep passes a resolution that there would be no more eating of meat, the sheep could be mistaken because the wolf has not already admitted that that's the case. You get the point. Did you get it? Maybe. Let me tell you how I realized if you follow the wrong people. One day I was driving in a certain place. I was in a jam for one hour. The driver ahead of me decided to turn his car. What came into my mind? That the driver knew the shortcut to the city. All I did, I turned my car. He turned, I turned. He turned, I turned, he turned, I turned. Friends, guess where I reached? Outside his house. <laughs> I ran a lesson. I learned a lesson, friend. Oh, you fall wrong people. Where they reach. That's where you would reach. Avoid the wrong people. You know, I've never forgotten that experience. I always pray God to show me the right people, to show me friends, because my enemy, I know them, I can avoid them, but I can't avoid my friends. There are people who pretend to be your friends. Let me tell you, if you are not careful, your chocolate will merit very soon. They could be pretending. That's why as Christians we pray that God show us the right people. Because our enemies, after all, we know them. That's a prayer. Working with the right people, young people. Eh? Check what? When I mean right people, I mean check even what you read. Walking means even those on the grave, if they read behind any writing, those are the people. Stand guard at the door of your mind. Number 18, I'm about to finish. Take care of your physical health. Take care of your physical health. Let me put it this way. This is the temple of God. Your body 
is the temple of God. That is where you live. The body is the temple of God. That's where you live. Number 19. Be action-oriented and be decisive. When you are called upon, take action. When you are given work, do it. Don't allow failure on your side to be an option. Don't. Number 21. The final one. Persist. Jesus went through painful moments. He was prepared to die for our sake. He we could have given up. We could not have the opportunity to seek forgiveness. That's why I always say, ladies who are here, I'm sorry if I can hurt any. A woman who cannot persevere the morning sickness will never live to see a laughter of a child. Oh my goodness, did you get that? A woman who cannot persevere the morning sickness will never live to see the laughter of a child. Persevere. Remember, don't be prepared to get things easy. I say, if you don't work six days, the jungle will overtake the village, the weeds will take your garden. I have given you 21 timeless spiritual principles. Why 21? It takes 21 days for a house to look like a home. Today, we have built a home for you. Can you be inside this, please? And may God bless you, please, as you reflect upon those principles. Thank you very much.